everybody, it's Sherry. And Dale. And welcome to a very special edition of Green Nurse Radio Show, Living Our Best Life. We are here. I have Jody Chapin, Cheryl Naldoni, yes. and you and me, of course. Of course. We have 90 years of nursing experience mm -hmm. behind us. Sitting right here on this right here. right here in the studio. We've taken care of patients across the spectrum. We're talking from neonates mm -hmm. to geriatrics. Mm -hmm. The expertise we have here is just astonishing and what we've been able to do as nurses and clinical nurses working on the floors. And we wanted to take this special opportunity, um, we've got the platform, thank you so much, to clear up some issues. There are so many there's so much information and misinformation yep. on question, question one. one. And yep. as nurses with nine decades of experience, we strongly feel that a vote yes on question one is the appropriate way to vote. And we're going to talk about why, so that you'll understand when you go to the polls, which everybody's going to go, and vote yes, that you'll understand why you're voting yes. So we want to limit some of the confusion and help people to wrap themselves around this question one. Right, and because really, honestly, question one, to just to bottom line it, is about patient care, patient safety, and protecting the nurses that care for you and your loved ones. Yeah. And um, it's no surprise that all the hospital systems are opposed to this question, cha-ching. Cha-ching. And the frontline people that are taking care of these patients are saying yes. So let's, you know, let's start we're going to let you decide. We're going to let you decide. Jody Chapin, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. She's one of our own green nurses. And Jody, you've had an amazing amount of experience in the hospital. Do you want to just share a story of why you feel voting yes on one is important? Sure. Um, so I think, I think my biggest, um, experience is when, uh, at the current hospital that I'm at, I worked as permanent charge, uh, nurse for nearly 10 years. Um, and 32 hours is my scheduled, was my scheduled hours. And I would be working doubles, forced doubles. Forced, forced doubles. Forced doubles. I mean, the, there weren't staff coming in. I mean, I had to... I had to work doubles, even the other staff. I couldn't let staff go home Me in the charge position. I couldn't let people go home. I had unsafe staffing reports stacked in my locker, just filling them out left and right and, and handing them in. And I mean, it was taking a, a huge wear and tear on my mind, my body, my spirit. I mean, and those, it was interfering with family life. I and mean, who was, was paying attention to those um, forms, that were, the short staffing forms? I'm not quite sure, you know, who was exactly seeing them. It seemed to get lost in the shuffle. So one of the things that I want to talk about, because that brings up a good point, because the opponents are saying, we have a nursing shortage. We're never going to be able to find nurses to fill these positions. What do you say about that, Cheryl? Well, I just attended a meeting yesterday at the MNA, the Massachusetts Nurses Association. And it's important to note, um, at these meetings for question one, it is not just nurses in the union. So it was an interdisciplinary meeting with non-union and union nurses. And the fact is, 
we have over 3,500 nursing students who are graduating every year in Massachusetts. 3,500 wow. 3, students a year. It's a lot of nurses. You have a wait list of about two years on average or three years right now with certain nursing programs. And here's the thing, Massachusetts, and I did not know this until last night, is one of two states in the whole country that has a nursing surplus, meaning that we can't place all these new grads in jobs. There is not enough full-time work for them and they leave the state. And by 2030, it's supposed to reach, that number is supposed to be ridiculously high if we keep going at this rate, if we do not create the jobs. So yes, we have the kids there, we have the new grads, so we have, the, and they're we have the capability yeah. to hire these nurses into our hospital yes. systems to relieve mm -hmm. nurse patient mm -hmm. shortages. shortages. Now, not only that, but I can't tell you the number of nurses that have left the profession, really yes. good, experienced, caring, loving nurses, mm -hmm. because they just, they're afraid of the staffing levels, mm -hmm. the danger to mm -hmm. patients. It's just not safe. Mm -hmm or we get hurt. We get mm -hmm. hurt at work a lot physically. Um, we get illness, stress-related illnesses, stroke, heart attack, we're at extremely high Brain risk. Brain hemorrhage. Brain hemorrhage, <laughs> <laughs> Jody. And actually, because, I, yeah. I, I, when I was a new nurse, yeah. I actually broke my back. Mm -hmm. Yes. Aww. So yeah. I was transferring a patient from bed to stretcher, mm -hmm. yes. there wasn't enough help, yeah. and I ended up slipping, mm -hmm. hyperextended my back, they called it a ballerina's injury, mm -hmm. and I was out of work for mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm because of poor staffing issues. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. we try, yeah, because we're trying to run around like a crazy mm -hmm. person getting to every patient and that's right. when dangerous things happen to us. So the, the safer staffing levels, um, in California they have safe staffing limits, they've had it since 2004 and they've had a 30% decrease in work-related injuries for nurses and nursing support staff. So they have less workman's comp, they have less um, out time due to injury. And, and also 100,000 nursing staff coming in. Yes. So more nurses yeah. going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they are, didn't have a shortage. No. And they <laughs> yeah. found those nurses, they got hmm. jobs. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, Just you know, one of, the, yeah, <laughs> one of the reasons I left nursing to become a nurse practitioner, that's the silver lining, because I enjoy that so much, so much more, was I couldn't imagine myself, how many years could my body take this? Mm -hmm. And psychologically, I worked on you know 10 patients. Mm -hmm. If you worked the day shift, if you worked the night shift, you had 20 patients. So all we had time for was medication. And mm -hmm. now, as everyone knows, if you're a nurse, you have medication, has to be administered within a certain mm -hmm. time frame. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you know, there's problems. It's considered now, to be a medication. Yeah, so when you do have 10 patients and you have, they all, they're all on the same schedule and those medications have to be administered, when do you have time to assess the patient mm -hmm. or take care of their needs? Now, if that were my mother in a rehab unit after she broke her hip, yeah. I would be scared for her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, mm -hmm. and as nurses, okay, we have a responsibility to do a complete physical assessment. We're mm -hmm. talking yes. body assessment. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we look at everything, mm -hmm. biopsychosocial, spiritual as mm -hmm. nurses. How, with 10 patients on an eight hour shift, mm -hmm. giving medications, how can you possibly take care of those patients and meet all of their needs? And be, further, 
how do you get the medications right when you're rushing, looking mm -hmm. at the clock saying, I only have this many minutes for the, each patient. Mm -hmm. Medication errors are made every single day. And the statistics I read, and I've had a few operations myself, every time, every day, every patient, there's a medical error. Mm -hmm. so every day. Every day, every patient. So it's not just one a day in the hospital, it's every day, every patient. And that could be your family member, your child, you. right? Or you. I mean, I... It's, and it's staffing levels. Yeah. Plays a big role here. It's frightening. Yeah. I mean, it I, is frightening. In my own story, too, I have a child who was born with a rare genetic disorder. He spent the first five months of his life between Beth Israel Hospital and Children's Hospital. And basically, if I wasn't there... Mm -hmm. And you're a nurse, so you have an well, the other thing. And the, well, yeah. the other thing, when you're a nurse and you have a sick, debilitated child, your nursing goes out the window. Yes. Because you're a parent yeah. first. Mm -hmm. right. And so just seeing what, ha what, what would go on with these kids mm -hmm. and the stuff that they would miss, and if yeah. I wasn't there to provide the correct information, I don't know what would have happened. It's terrifying. They did a survey, I think it was a, a year or two ago, about how many people out there actually feel comfortable leaving a family member in the hospital. Mm. Not just medical people, any person. And I think it was like 90% 90% said they, wow. were not they were comfortable. not comfortable. Leaving their loved one alone, and that's horrible. And it's not because we're not doing our jobs. It's because we are being put in impossible situations. We don't have the capability. We don't yeah. have the support or the yeah. capability to meet the patient's needs. They're yes. not giving us the proper tools. No. Mm -hmm. And then now they're no. taking away nursing support staff. Many places are mm -hmm. cutting back on nurses' aides, nursing assistants, nursing students, and making that 10 times worse. And I think it's important to note in the yes on one ballot question, they've written in protection for nursing support and non-nursing support staff, meaning that no hospital can lay off janitors, custodians. They cannot lay off nurses' aides or cut back on it as a result of question one. And it's very specific, and that's protected by the Massachusetts Supreme mm. Court if the, if the law passes. In, in places like California that have the safe staffing ratios, they actually have seen an 84% increase in nursing support staff and non-nursing support mm. staff. So question one passing actually has led to them hiring more people, bringing in more support staff, which is crucial for us to do our job. And so, yeah. so that leads us into the next yeah. um, point of contention for opposition. Yeah. Can we afford this? And before we open it up, mm -hmm. I want to know, how can we how, not mm -hmm. afford this? Mm -hmm. What is the price of a life yeah. for your parent or your child or for you? And what is the cost of extended stays in the hospital when you get a urinary tract infection? Pneumonia. Because a catheter was left in too right. long, or the, they didn't give the antibiotic, or, or pneumonia, exactly. or readmission rates within 30 days, which the hospitals are absorbing those yes. costs, and they are very, very mm -hmm. expensive. Yeah. So, and, and, and one of the things, too, is as a nurse, when I graduated from nursing school, we did primary care nursing. Right. If you're not doing primary care nursing, you're not really doing nursing. Primary care nursing focuses on the yeah. whole patient. Okay. We're the liaison in the mm -hmm. hospital between the patient and the doctor, the patient and nutrition, dietary, psychosocial, mm -hmm. social work, psychiatry, occupational health, right. physical health. We manage everything. And if yeah. you have too many patients, how can you keep track of all mm -hmm. of that? You can't. 
You and can't. You, you know, can't do it all. As everyone knows, probably knows, California has had this implemented already. Yes. And they're talking about one of the, um, another point is that smaller hospitals are going to close. They're being threatened mm -hmm. that their unit mm -hmm. is going to shut mm -hmm. down. But yet nothing like that happened in no. California. Not mm -hmm. one Not closing one. related to the staffing laws. Correct. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It, there was not one bad thing, and they had the same anti campaign that we have the, the same tactics. office, scare tactics, the sky is falling. You right. are all going to lose your jobs. I, I hear it every day nurses who work with my husband, who work with me, I'm afraid to lose my job. I'm afraid my unit's going to be closed. Or I've been told to vote no. Or I, mm -hmm. or I've been my told manager to will vote lose my job. No. Yes, I've been told, and they, it, it's a heavy intimidation. It's important to note this has been going on in California since 2004 when they instituted safe staffing. None of this happened. In fact, so the fear, they're doing better than us right now. So the fear yeah. is false evidence yeah. appearing real. So this is these fear tactics yes. that are being put in place yeah. that never actually transpired in California. Correct. They did it. And in fact, they, they have better staffing ratios. They have, uh, I think it's a 14% higher job satisfaction. Mm -hmm. The nurses wow. and non-nursing staff out there report better job satisfaction. And they also have a less risk, uh, lower rate of readmission mm -hmm. from basically a complication from a hospital stay. They have lower rate of infection and they have lower wait times. I know it's been said otherwise, but they have 47% lower wait times than 47 47% lower wait yes. times. Yeah. So we, you know, it's no surprise, like I said, that yeah. the, all the hospitals support yeah. no because it's all about money and who better to understand on the front the people that are taking care mm -hmm. of these patients what needs to be done yeah. and that's the nurses and 85 percent of nurses in massachusetts say yes 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 yeah. yes what, is, what are some of the other issues let's i want to really debunk all of these myths <laughs> yeah because you, you really need to understand what they're saying no and, and really yes. what the truth is so yeah. one of the things that we talked about, what they're saying is that the smaller hospitals are going to close. We can't afford this. Right. So that has been debunked, right? Mm -hmm. That has been proven wrong. So they're exa grossly exaggerating the cost of oh, implementation. Yeah. They're talking about over a billion dollars, but the numbers when they've been run yeah. are much, much lower than that. Boston College, your Our Boston College. Boston College. A, a nurse, um, a, a doctorate who is also a nurse there, uh, Judith Schindler Rothschild, Rosberg. I can never say her name correctly. <laughs> Judith Schindler Rosberg. Oh, thank you. Oh, she you. did a in-depth study and she has discovered that it is only going to cost $47 million. And mm -hmm. that's significantly different. When yeah. you look at the numbers, billion. these yeah. are hospitals large. We have a lot of hospitals in Boston. Yeah. Now, one of the other things that um, people always say, that they, politics is politics, right? And we don't really want the government running our life. Mm -hmm. So that's a big, mm -hmm. that's a good one, an easy one to use, mm -hmm. an easy target. So they're saying, why can't we just leave it up to the hospitals? Give the hospitals autonomy. Mm. Don't let the government run our lives and tell us what to do. Well, we've been trying to yeah. do that for how many yes. years? And you know, and it has right. worked. <laughs> if, yeah. if what you're doing yeah. isn't working, it's time to get off of the insanity merry-go-round and really look yes. at the issues. 
And nurses know the issues. We are the front lines. We are there. We are mm -hmm. the caregivers. We're the ones that are saving lives and stamping out disease. Right? When you're in the hospital, I don't think a lot of people realize this because this has really changed over the last 10 years too. When you're in the hospital now, you're there for nursing care when you're staying there. Yes, you will see a doctor if you're in surgery or if you're in the ER, and then you are under nurses. You are totally under a nurse's care, and you are there for nursing. The that nurses is why you're there. manage the yes. care. Yeah, and we direct the care. So it's very frustrating, and I know you see a lot of us getting angry, but it's so frustrating when you are screaming over and over, this is broken, it's a broken mm -hmm. system, something needs to change. And then you see the hospitals going and doing the exact opposite of I mean, what we're suggesting. Like, we yeah. don't know enough. Now, a, a study on, yeah. on that point, a study done here in Massachusetts with physicians that 82% yeah. um, agree that quality of care is dependent on nurse staffing. Yeah. Oh, that's so big. that mm -hmm. is huge. So doctors agree. Mm -hmm. Yes, a lot of them do. Um, I have many who work with us who have even gone to the Mass Nurses Association with me and with my friends to learn about it and to right. learn the truth behind the actual oppositions, you know, some of the lies that have been coming yeah. out. Yeah, and, so and your husband, Dr. Yes. John Naldoni, he's yes. been a physician for over 35 yeah. years, an emergency room critical care specialist. He's a director yes. um, of an administration of critical care systems. Yeah, he's like the mayor of our hospital. He's the mayor. And he yeah. supports, yes, on question yeah, one. He supports patient safety, and he's been very uh, supportive of the nurses all along. He does not tolerate scare tactics going on in the hospital. He encourages the nurses, you vote your conscience. And no, you're not going to get in trouble. If you, you vote the way you feel you need to vote. And it's so important, I think a lot of hospitals, more administrators need to be doing this because we see so many girls and, and boys right now in nursing and especially the young ones who've just come out and just graduated and they just got their jobs and now they think they're gonna be losing their jobs if this happens. They think the worst thing's gonna happen to them. They should not be approached at work about this. They should be getting support. And I think it's important for Doc, and John's here right now. I think it's important that more hospitals have people like John there who really back and, and appreciate what their nurses are doing for them yeah. and, and looking out for patient safety, not the bonuses you're going to get in your pocket or Christmas bonuses or golf trips or $10 million office buildings like partners just built for their executive group. Money yeah. needs to be sent, spent supporting patient yes. care and safety is number one mm -hmm. yeah what mm -hmm. else do we have on this list so what happened <laughs> so yeah. let's say what happened in california yeah now one hospital closed due to staffing laws no negative impact on the health care system the number of nurses increased by a hundred thousand mm -hmm. we could use that here because yes. we have a lot of nurses that need jobs need happier jobs. nurses less burnout patient mm -hmm. safety wait times yes decreased patient safety increased so and patient satisfaction and nurses satisfaction yeah right and being able to do a good job you know to yeah. go home and to feel good about what yes. you do instead of going home uh -huh. feeling sad that you couldn't give the care that you want to give because you're limited yeah. and there's a lot of guilt and there's a lot of heavy oh. heavy heavy guilt and on it's that. anxiety it brings about so so many nurses i know including we've all talked about this before too the anxiety at night when you can't go to sleep uh -huh. when you're sitting there saying what did i miss 
what did one of the nurse, I worked charge like Jody for many years at a young age too and as a charge nurse of all these other nurses working under me and I knew the ratios were terrible and there was nothing you could do you just had to try to do your best and work together as a team but you would go home and say what did I miss and there would be mm -hmm. nights where I would not sleep where I would think I'd be convinced that that something some error had been made or someone maybe had fallen or or, or maybe we didn't get to someone in time no one should no mm -hmm. person should ever go to work and feel like that yeah. I don't want any of these young kids coming out today going no. going in and then coming like back into work it's like oh god what is the shift gonna bring me what, tonight yeah. I mean I'd go yeah. into work crying me going too. in before anything yeah. even happened yeah. <laughs> go into work it's so crying. common yeah. no, and so we it's funny I'm but it's common a double shift I mean right. I just didn't did I sleep enough did I yeah. you know I mean do I have enough energy and mm -hmm. Yeah, it's we don't get bathroom breaks. A no. lot of people don't realize this when we're on the floors. Yeah, we don't get to dinner. <laughs> dinner is a joke. You wonder why we're all constipated. Yeah. yeah, right. If you're holding it, yeah. right. But we don't drink enough because we don't yeah. want to go to the bathroom, so we we forego drinking water. Then we become dehydrated, right? Yeah. Yeah. it's a vicious cycle. Yeah, it and, is. And we do not. We're not even caring about that stuff. We're just caring about, about the patient. The we put our right own on health on the yeah. back burner to take care of patients because yeah. that's how much we care. And we yeah. see our patients often more than we see our families. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that is really becomes the nurse's mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. yeah. And nurses should feel safe in their home. And patients mm -hmm. should feel safe and families should be feel safe mm -hmm. leaving their loved one in the care of mm -hmm. nurses. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Everybody should feel safe in the hospital. If and I think all of us have had experience. Every nurse has been a patient at one point or oh, another. Oh God! Mm -hmm. I, my biggest fear yeah. is having to be hospitalized. Mine too. It is. Mm. I mean, because when you when you're that, I mean, I just I my mom, my mother to leave. Mom, mm -hmm. don't leave my side. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you just don't know. Like mm -hmm. I, when you're that sick, you can't really advocate no. for yourself. No. You're not looking at your own med list. You're right. not. You're mm -hmm. trusting them to take care of mm -hmm. you. So even as my own advocate, I still couldn't do it because mm -hmm. I was too sick and I didn't know. And I had a trust. Mm -hmm. And that's scary yeah. Yeah. to be a nurse, not knowing if the nurses taking care of you are able to handle it. Right. And then you feel bad for them. And my experience recently when I had some cardiac issues, I actually felt guilty about pressing the call light oh. yes. to have yes. her yes. in the room. Yes. And I felt horrible that I thought that way and she was angry at me, but I felt guilty about pressing that call. Yeah. Like, I felt badly for her because I saw her running around and I wondered how many patients of mine must, must do that. And I'll tell and you, I, terrible. I, was, I had a surgery last year, again, another hip surgery. And, the, and I'm very well aware, I don't like to take medications, I don't like them at all, and what yeah. they're giving now, post-surgical, yeah. is a little bit different than what they used to give. And nurse, it's the nurse's responsibility to inform patients what medication they're being given, how much and right. why. And nurses don't take the time to do that. And because I'm so aware and I didn't want gabapentin because they're giving that for pain now, mm -hmm. and I didn't mm -hmm. want it in my body, and I asked the nurse, and she was in a rush, and she got upset with me. Just take the medication, <gasps> she said. This is what the doctor ordered. That's not nursing care. Mm -hmm. And nurses that, don't want to act like that. No. But that's they, honestly, they don't. It's what no. it has come to, it though. It's sad. Yeah. She didn't right. have time. She didn't right. want to take the time. She was frustrated with me because I wanted an explanation. Why do I need gabapentin? Right. Yes. I don't have that much pain right now, and I'm not putting that drug in my body. Yeah. And, I, and she was upset. And yeah. it's 
heartbreaking mm -hmm. that people are just popping pills into their mouth while they're in the hospital and just they because, why, and they so don't know why or yeah. what they are and nobody's explaining because they don't have the time because they have mm -hmm. too, too many, many other patients mm -hmm. waiting and a computer waiting to document mm -hmm. more yeah. than we ever documented in years past yeah, right and uh, meaningful use and so many other things that are involved here this it's really it's sad it's become it's it's hitting a crisis level here yeah. and it's we need to do broken. something about it and voting broken. yes on one will be a start yes so the bottom line when it comes down to change, if what we're doing isn't working, it's time for a change. We have to get mm -hmm. off that insanity merry-go-round mm -hmm. and really yeah. think about what's important. And we can't think about dollar signs that the hospitals are going to have to pay to train and onboard new nurses. Because this is about patient safety, mm -hmm. not about dollars. Yep. Mm -hmm. And nurses are the most trusted profession in the entire yes. world. And yes. we should be able to trust yes. that they know what's right and what's safe for patients. Mm -hmm. And with 90 years between us, you know, it seems like it makes us old. But <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. But we have the experience. And, yes. and, 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 and we care. And we've been yeah. there. Not only yeah. have we been there, but we've all been patients. Right, yeah. right. We've all been on both sides of the bed. And this is for your, we're looking out for you. We stand for you and stand next to your bed when you can't stand for yourself or stand yeah. up for yourself. And we're now asking you to stand with us and stand with your nurses and, and, and help look out for us so we can better take care of you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this has been so good. We just, we wanted to really address these issues. We're gonna to touch, uh, touch upon it tonight on our show with Cheryl yes. and Dr. Naldoni. They yes. have a very compelling story that they're gonna to share tonight. Mm -hmm about their medical cannabis journey and how they put their careers on hold for patients. Mm -hmm. You know, they really did. And, and the story's incredible and we can't wait Thank to have you. them on tonight. I'm um, so y'all please. Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> yes. What's websites? Patient safety. What is the website that they can, people can go to? They can go to the MNA. Um, MNA. The MNA. And then there is um, the patient, uh, there's the Say Yes on One site on Facebook. And then there's the Safe Patient Limit. It's it's right on the sign there. Safe there Patient Limit. There's a safe. If you say type yes. in any yes of those one. things on safe Facebook, <laughs> you will find all the information. And there's a rally for anyone who wants to attend at Faneuil Hall on November 1st at 4 p.m. We'll be there. Hall. Okay. Yes. And nurses will be there. Come support us. Right. Yes, stand please stand, stand with the nurses. And so and vote yes. Vote, vote yes on, on one because remember it is about living your best life and living your life and living it because and unfortunately staying alive staying alive <laughs> right 2000 patients die mm -hmm. in hospitals every year due to medical errors due mm -hmm. to staffing levels mm -hmm. in mass just in the commonwealth mm -hmm. so imagine what's happening across the country mm -hmm. it could be you yes. it could be your mother it mm -hmm. could be your child mm -hmm. don't let the hospitals no. make the decisions here allow the nurses who are on the front line the most trusted profession trust that they know what patient safety levels need to be because mm -hmm. yeah. they're the ones that decided on the number of patients per nurse in different areas of the hospital so mm -hmm. please trust that we know what we're talking about yes 
So thank you for listening, and we have a very special birthday. We have a birthday. Come on, birthday boy. Birthday, birthday boy. boy. <laughs> Did he disappear? Big day. Oh. <laughs> Come here on he over here. Let's put him right in the middle here. Get his. Oh, where is this? We have his tools. We have his tools. We his have his tools. tools. We have his. Oops. Oh, you got tools. You got Come tools. Come on, birthday boy, over this here. Is Donald Barrett. He's the <laughs> info Watch king. Watch and Come we on. are gonna crown him oh. on his birthday. His birthday. Oh, oh Donald. <laughs> here we go. And we're gonna sing to you. Oh, Ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donald. Happy birthday to you. Donald, can I tell you, I just want to thank you so much for giving the Green Nurses the opportunity to work with Cannabis Radio Network. Thank you. Serious. Thank you. Seriously. And for this platform for Yes on One. Yes, yes. thank yes. you for So the nurses, important. thank you. Yes. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to pretend you. there's a candle on here. <laughs> okay, Good. and then we're going to have you close your eyes and make a big wish. Read your mind. Oh, too big. Go, too big. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Blow out the can. Did you blow it out? Or you blew it out. Very good. So please stay with us. Tune in tonight live at 8 o'clock. Green Nurse Radio on Cannabis Radio Network from 8 to 9. Thank you so much. It's about living your best life and vote yes on one. Yes. 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 Woo! Oh, we got a video. Oh. <laughs> Don't forget the video. <laughs> Take some pictures. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yep.